previously on the Call of the Flame. Dragon, the Deep God's Chosen One is coming. And when she faces Ruadu's Chosen One... Is it true she is but a maid? The fate of the world will be decided. We need to rekindle our allyship. Rally forces behind our own Chosen One. That's me, right? It must be indisputable. I'm ready. Don't be so certain, girl. Bree, this is Fallow, the High Enkindler. They see me as an interloper. And then what'll they make of me? I've been having some odd dreams of late. No, keep it to yourself. Why? They are spoken aloud. They become prophecy. The Call of the Flame. An audio play. Chapter 12. Balance. Part 2 of 3. I've heard a great deal about you, and what makes you so special. Huh? How did he- only priest you had- An easy trick to reproduce. Sure, it burns, but with the right glove or fabric, you can hold flame in your own hand for a long time. Oh, does this look like a trick to you? Wait! (laughs) Now then, how many of your ex-magnir could do that? What? Three. That was the original tome of Ruadu. Oh, shit! Uh, wait, wait! Come! Uh, look, see? It's not completely destroyed. Good thing my fire isn't that strong. Uh, strong yet? Strong yet. After a few more lessons, I could probably incinerate the whole book. <laughs> not that I would. Uh, I can't bear to watch. I am going to hide. It's a good idea. You've given an astute demonstration of your abilities, but there are many, myself included, who believe that the Magnir have not lost our power. When we have proven ourselves worthy, our fire will return. Yours may be merely an encounter scheme or deceit by the Dark Bride herself, so it is the duty of my council to part the lies from the truth. We will be testing you, girl. On what? We will be asking the questions. She is the Chosen One. I'm sure you and your council will find it true. And who decides the truth? I do. Jinkuo, what took you so long? You said meet you in the alley. There's a lot of alleys in this city, man. (sighs) All right. What do you have for me? Ah, yes. Let's see. I met a nice foreman who's looking for strong builders for the King's fleet. They pay 12 coppers a day, and at the docks, you can unload crepes for a copper and a spoonful of- Oh no, no, Chenko. That's honest work. Look at where we are. We're in the city of the King himself. Do you know what happens to the most ambitious liars and thieves in a city like this? What they become? Politicians? Exactly! Raise your ambitions. Have some integrity in your dishonest work. I don't know, Iricris. I prefer dishonest work at sea. The common waves and soothing winds really take my mind off of pondering the consequences of my actions. Right. But we have to stick around for free. Now, let's find a decent buyer of wares and we'll... What was that? Coming from those baskets. Ah! Ah! 
Mom, what is the fresh hell is that? How can you say what is it? It's a baby. Oh, right. Is this where babies are normally kept? Uh, alone in, in baskets? What? We elvins don't have as many babies as you other races. I don't know if this is normal. It is not. Its mother and father are nowhere around. Hey, what should we do? Well, we are not leaving it here. Oh no, what's he doing now? Quick, find some milk. Milk? You mean the, 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 like the white stuff, kind of sweet, comes from bowls. Cows, definitely cows. Yeah, right, got it. It's all right, it's all right. I am here. Do not cry. Oh no, it smells as though you've made an accident, little one. In the shrine, Bree sits before a stone table. Magnir acolytes like candles with matches, heads hanging low, for the very first trial of the Chosen in a generation. I have word Fallow and his council are on their way now. Remember what I've taught you in your lessons? Yes, I remember. The first Magnir council was convened in year 1501. That won't uh, be a question. Of the Age of Hearthflame. This is a test of your spirit, girl. They'll be questioning your past, your upbringing, your gift. You must answer honestly. State that you've been a completely devout worshipper of Ruadu since childhood. Never committed any of the twelve vices. Wait, you just said I had to be honest. I did. Uh, then which is it? Be honest or tell them a lie? Father and I prayed to all three gods, like most goths. Well, they can't know that. In their eyes, it makes you a promiscuous devotee. The one true god is the chieftain. The others are lesser. Tell that to Myrtle and her cure for the grave pestilence. Bree, this is serious. We need them to approve of you. Fallow is a hard-lined man. We cannot rely on the hope that their fear of Neradial outweighs their devotion to tradition. They'll be asking difficult questions intended to trick you. Just... Answer honestly, but don't volunteer anything that may cast you in a negative light, and definitely, absolutely do not mention your father. Understand? Vladius. <laughs> His robes make him look like a, a big red, like a big red curtain. <laughs> I wish Eric Lass and Jenko were here. I'm glad they are not. Hush now. His shadow be on you, Veladius. His shadow be on you, High Kindler. Let us begin. Have you all your life been a devotee to Ruado and his teachings? I, me and my father. <clears throat> yes. How uncharacteristic of the Gaths, who are known for fraternizing with the unclean gods and the Fey. Savagery in the name of Kowanis and witchcraft for Duina. Well, my mother was from Winhold. I guess we took after her. A matriarch household. Dear. That explains how you think yourself worthy to be the chosen one. I beg your pardon. Bree. How did you come by this gift? I was traveling to Winhold to meet Veladius. We met here. In the same place, the very first council convened in the year 1501 of the Age of Hearthflame. Why did he ask to see you 
He, uh, he, um... Are these questions for him or me? He summoned me, and I came. And while I was on the road, I found I could light my hand with Radu's flame. Just so. So it is. <coughs> Good job. <coughs> Has Ruado granted you any dreams? Dreams? I've had some. I don't know how divine they might be. Tell us. I can't. You can't? Or you won't? I won't. I've... I've heard it's unwise to speak of these things. It would be wise to speak of them now, and not keep secrets from your supposed order. Very well. How have you used your flame since you received it? <coughs> Veladius, if you are unwell, please sit outside. I used it to send letters through the spirit realm, to fend off vampires that threatened my friends, and fought with the infamous sorcerer Courant. Oh no. Damn it all. We will call a recess. What's wrong? Tell me. A woman that wields the fire from Ruado is to assist in the will of her superior, Magnir. What? Human Magnir are traditionally all men, I'm afraid. Women are sometimes known to possess the power of Ruado, but only in service to their temple. In the healing houses, their flame is conditioned to cauterize wounds, never for battle. It is a mark against their purity. Besides, they lack the judgment required. We shall continue on the morrow. I can't believe this. I tried to warn you. Bollocks to that. I told them the truth, just like you said. Language. We're in a shrine. Bree, I'm not telling you how to respond. You're not listening to my greater point. You must tell them what they want to hear. Where are you off to now? I need to get some air! I don't need another talk, Taruk. Leave me alone for just a little. Who's Tarak? Oh, um, hello. <laughs> Who are you? Sorry, I'm Arleth. Or Al, if you prefer. <laughs> just wanted to say that was a brilliant flame you conjured in there. Oh, uh, thank you. Do you not know how you came upon it? This gift? No. And I'm no closer to answers than when I started. You will find them someday soon. God's will it. Well, if they're the ones who made me this way, it was no choice of my own. Or was it? You must have done something to deem you worthy. You are on the path of destiny. All of us have a part. Every meeting, everything we learn, all of it determines who we are, so we can each play our role in the greater plan. The greater plan? What? The prophecy? Yes. If the Magnir accept your claim, then it is Ruadu's will. If not, then perhaps that is part of his plan too, whether you are truly the chosen one or not. Perhaps you are fated to fight for it. Or you may help another attain their purpose. The outcome is preordained by the gods. Preordained? You must be and the rest will follow. One day the answer will appear right before... 
Go. Just stay calm now and quiet. Ideally quiet. Uh, I'm here. I'm back. I I wasn't sure what the date, so I, I brought some uh, chicken bones for a nice soup, maybe. Nuts. It can choke on all those things. Uh, it's some fresh grass. Does it look like a cow to you? You have to go back and get something soft. Very well. It's just money is a little tight, and finding dishonest work is difficult. We cannot work dishonestly. We have a child now! Fine then. I'll work the docks from dusk till dawn, making less than a quarter of what we'd make with one of our classic smuggling jobs! Oh! And I'm supposed to give up my life and dreams to take care of this child while you're away! That's it! I'm going to the pub! Right after I get the baby some food. I'm not a monster! Yes, father. We may now resume. May I say something before we start again? Or would that be a mark against my purity or something or other? You may. I know your game. You intend to trap me in my words. Get me to talk about whether I'm worthy to carry your people's legacy. If I possess the judgment. If I'm some wicked harlot. Or if my whole sex is even worthy to carry this power or whatever. All of that is just a means to dance around the fact that you don't see me as your equal. So let's just cut to the chase. And this charade. Because you know as well as I do that I'm your only choice. But you are not. Yes, I am. Neradiel is coming. I will keep training, but I am ready to- You're not our only choice. There is another who the Council deemed worthy as Ruado's chosen one. I- 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 what? do you mean, High and Kindler? Sir Arleth, come forth. Lord Magni Veladius. Hello again, Lady Bree. I am Sir Arleth, at your service. Uh, huh? Eternal City, Hymerothal, a place where time is measured not by seasons but by millennia, with columns and spires older than the Orc clans, built before the first kings of man. Towering stone in the shape of ancient leaders cast their shadow over the immortals that roam the streets beneath a great road that extends all the way to the Grand Palace. The new queen waves from a chariot to her people, who attend her with a chorus of excitement grave anxiety as she arrives in the heart of her empire. Oh, Queen Radiol! It is I, your Grand Vizier Vermilius. Rise, Vizier. We have many things to prepare. The Senate eagerly awaits your command, Your Excellency. Have them convene on this night. A ruler who takes action? A welcome change of policy. <laughs> if you would be so kind, my most powerful one, to share with me your, your agenda so that I may guide it to its apex. Judgment. 
The Call of the Flame. Starring Bonnie Bogovich, Stephen Cumberworth, Corey Borchers, Abigail Turner, Zach Zathian Young, Gary Gibbs II, and Emmeline Tuck. For the full cast list, see the description of this episode or visit thecalloftheflame.com. This podcast was created and produced by Kurt Carniers with music by Adam Halpin, Stephen Cumberworth, and Ben Schroeder. This chapter was co-written with Nadi Reed Perez. Sonoran speech by Megan Watson. Editing by Kurt Carniers and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. Send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast and follow us on Twitter at Call of the Flame. Leave us a rating and review on our podcast player. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew. Although the greatest way to support the show is to become a patron of ours on our Patreon page so that we may maintain our production. Visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame where we will deliver future content for the world of Apurin. Special thank you to our patrons Andrew Hopkins, Anton and Kim, B, Ben Blair, John Doyle, John Nesmith, Lost Fuzz Jr., and Sharon Baker. And now a message from our playwright. Hey y'all, it's Kurt popping in for a very quick update. Uh, The Call of the Flame is now available on Audible and Amazon Music Podcasts. It's been on there for about two months, but I don't think I've announced it properly. It was also in the very short-lived Facebook podcast, but well, needless to say, that's not a thing anymore. So give it a listen on there and leave us a rating and review. Especially if you listen to a lot of fantasy or sci-fi audiobooks on there. The closer your recommendations go into that algorithm, the closer we are to getting recommended to more like-minded people. Lastly, we're developing bonus content that may come in the form of a behind-the-scenes podcast for The Call of Flame, and we're looking for listener questions to include on that. There's a link in the description to the contact form on our site. Use the subject line, listener question, and we'll include you. These can be questions about the podcast, questions to the cast or crew, about the world and lore of Call of Flame, or even to the characters. That about wraps it up. I will leave it to uh, George Hochter to take us away. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the Call of the Flame podcast at gmail.com. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hochter. We thank you all for listening. 